Welcome to the Positive Pants Podcast. Mindset, motivation, and inspiration to help you find your positive pants. Let go of negative thinking and stop living for the weekend with your host, Fran Excel. Today, I'm talking about confidence, um, how to increase it, and all the different things that I've actually learned over pretty much a lifetime of trial and error. So we'll see how we get on. As always, it'll be really cool. Nice and short and sweet. So number one way to increase your confidence is to push yourself outside of your comfort zone. See, the more you push yourself through all those uncomfortable little moments that you get, the more you actually grow in confidence. I'm not saying it's easy. It is uncomfortable, but I call it learning to dance with your resistance. That's actually what it's called. So not taking action actually creates more fear and doubt. Whereas when you actually take action, it increases your courage and your confidence. So you get braver. So that's my number one um, in terms of actually, so in terms of increasing your confidence. So number two, stay away from negativity as much as you can. What I want you to do is pause this. And once you've written down, analyze who you spend your time with. Do you have friends that always bring you down or put you down limit your time with them do you have family members that do it obviously you need to stay stay speaking to your family but you know that's not to say that you can't limit your time with them and choose what you speak to them about is it a one-way street with people stay away from those people that bring you down energetically um you know those those emotional vampires that you see them and then the next minute and you you were quite happy before and then the next minute you're like oh my god i feel awful and you're physically and emotionally drained the next one is be prepared a lot of the time when we're not feeling confident in any area of our life it's because we feel unprepared or like we don't know enough. Um, this tends to lie at the, uh, the root of a lot of things. So how can you make sure that you do know enough and that you are prepared? Is there a training course that you can take? Is there um, any, well, anything? Is there a book you can read? What resources have you got at your disposal that will make sure that you, you do feel prepared? Um, the next one, now again, if you've been with me for a little while, you know I love journaling and you know that I love uh, lists. So again, in, in your journal or your piece of paper or whatever you want to do, make a list of all the things that you're proud of accomplishing in your life. Everything. I want you to do a minimum of 20 to start with. Um, you can go all the way back to school. Any awards that you won at school, any competitions you entered, any times that you felt proud that you went outside of your comfort zone, any of those little things, it will get harder. But I want you to do a minimum of 20 and I want you to keep this list and I want you to make it 100. It doesn't matter how long it takes you to do that, but every little time that you're adding to it and then when you're feeling unconfident or like you can't do something, you can then go back to this list and you can see all of these amazing things that you've done. So another one, if you've been with me for a while, random acts of kindness. Now, this is a positive psychology intervention, and I blimmin love it. So when you do something nice for somebody else, that sense of appreciation and gratitude that they show you comes back to you in, in absolute droves. So it'll give you a skip in your step um, in absolutely no time, and it really, really boosts your self-worth. The nicer you can be and the kinder that you are, 
the more your self-confidence will will grow because you'll be getting those com- compliments from people saying, oh my goodness, you're so kind or you're so nice or that's really lovely of you. And all those little things start to really add up and build that sense of self-worth for you. The next one is what habits do you have that you don't like? This is a toughie. And again, it's not an easy one, but nobody ever said this stuff was easy, but you can train yourself to be confident. So trust me on this. Analyze your habits. What do you do that you really don't like? Do you smoke? Do you you, uh, drink too much? Do you eat too much junk food? Yeah, all these things. How does it make you feel when you do those things? Those habits that you want to change about yourself. How does it feel for you when you do them? So we all know that it takes a minimum of 30 days to change a habit. But what your first step is to really decide that you want to change them. So that's the next one. Focus on solutions, not problems. It's very easy to get into that negative mindset and that negative loop of focusing on all the problems and all the things that are going wrong in your life and all the things you don't like about yourself. But that's just damaging. It's not going to do you any good whatsoever. So what you need to do is realize that what you focus on grows. So focus less on the problem the I'm not good enough, that I can't do that because I'm not clever enough, all of these different things, and focus more on what you can do about it. Ask yourself the the question as if someone else was asking you it. Okay, you've got this problem. What are you going to do about it? What can you do about it? What is the potential that you could do about it? So that's another great one. Find a hobby. I know it sounds really ridiculous and really easy, but trust me, it works. Find something that you've always wanted to learn or something that you used to love when you were a kid. They're often where we have these little moments of sort of genius. All those things that we used to love as a kid that we, those long forgotten things. I was always making jewelry. And funnily enough, my find a hobby was actually to train as a silversmith in Hatton Garden um, while I was doing my full-time job. And it gave me confidence in droves. Um, The more areas you can have, where you can create that sense of accomplishment, the more confident you'll feel. So think about all the things that you used to love when you were younger, all that you used to love and and have just not given any attention to. So the next one is, I've spoken to you guys about this before, learn to accept compliments. Learn to accept compliments. Don't put yourself down when somebody compliments you. That's just gonna make you feel worse. It's counterproductive. Force yourself to just say thank you, because guess what? Giving someone a compliment feels good. So if you don't accept it, you're taking that feeling away from someone else too. But what actually starts to happen is your brain starts to believe you. The more that you accept compliments and you say, oh, thank you so much, maybe offer a compliment back, the more your brain starts to go, oh, hang on a minute, this might actually be true. Um, So please, 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 I know it's a struggle. I know it's hard. A lot of these things are, but create that awareness for yourself and start doing these things. The next one is set small goals for you to achieve, especially if you're of the mindset that you can't do anything and you're good for nothing and you can't achieve anything. The more small little things that you can achieve, the more you grow in confidence. So set some small goals and make them really, really specific and give them a deadline. If you've got this big lofty goal, you know, write a book, for example, if you've got that, chunk it down, make it really little, small measurable steps. So for example, maybe you want to research self, 
research, self-publishing, anything along those lines. Just make these small, tiny little goals that will then help you increase your confidence over time. And then you can go after the big lofty goals. Amazing. Um, so I, the next one is identify and become aware of your negative self-thoughts your self-talk and your thoughts, the more that you're actually aware of them, and I talk about this a lot, awareness is genuinely is one of the biggest, biggest keys to making any, any, any change that you want in your life. So the more you're aware of them, the more you can reframe the thought in your head and start to switch them off naturally. That becomes your new normal. Again, it does take a little bit of time, but trust me on these and go with them. Affirmations work in a similar way to accepting those compliments. You may feel ridiculous at first. I know I used to feel really ridiculous when I was saying affirmations either to myself in the mirror or writing them down. They say that, uh, people say writing them down is actually, there's a better link between your brain and what, and the hand movement and also saying it in the mirror. They're the two best ways to do your affirmations. So they may feel ridiculous, but they work. So write down three that work for you. We've been doing some EFT recently. And, and one of the things in there is I deeply and completely love and accept myself. And I think that is a perfect one for self-confidence. So give that one a go. Or I am a naturally confident person and I'm getting more and more confident each day. So have a go, have a play with some affirmations that you can feel comfortable, not too ridiculous to say, start small and build them up because you need to not feel like you're lying to yourself because you're not. And trust me, over time, this gets easier. Your brain starts to believe it and it becomes your normal. The oldie but the goodie that I mentioned earlier, fake it till you make it. It's very much uh, not perfect in isolation, but it's a really, really great way to get started. So you can link this up with the, the essentially push through the pain to where the unicorns and rainbows are outside of your comfort zone. This really helps with that. Just think to yourself, I'm acting and it will become normal. It, it genuinely will. That's exactly what I did to, to myself, but I didn't really realize what I was doing at the time. So another one, which is a little woo-woo, but I want you to bear with me. So the next one is visualize yourself where you want to be and who you want to be. When you have that really, really clear uh, vision of who you want to be, it really helps you get there. So just really think to yourself, like write it down if you can, get really, really clear on who, where, what you want to be and feel those feelings of being that person. Literally close your eyes and imagine yourself being that person. Speak to people as that person and it will start to drift into your reality. So uh, visualization is huge. I will do an entire other session on visualization and how it works and how it works within the brain. So look out for that one. The next one, please question your inner, cri inner critic. Look for the evidence that what it's saying is true or not true. The more evidence to support that you aren't good enough or that you are, the likelihood is that the evidence is you are. So please, please, please question your inner critic. We believe that we're having a conversation with ourselves. We feel like it's ourselves saying these things. And it's not, it's your ego. Your ego is a part of the brain that tries to keep you stuck where you are. It's the fight or flight mentality. And what it's trying to do is, is, is keep you in your comfort zone. So learn to have a little chat with it, have a little word and question yourself and coach yourself around. Is this actually true? Is there evidence to support that this is not true? Next one, celebrate the small stuff. 
Don't play down things that you're proud of. Celebrate them. Little goals. If you hit your small goals, celebrate. Please celebrate till the cows come home. Don't ever let these things just go by. Go back and add them into the list that we were going through earlier. Proud of your accomplishments. Another really good one. This is a big one and is time consuming. So let me know if you're still there. <laughs> so time consuming, but Social media declutter. I can't tell you how huge this was for me. I turned my social media into a force for good. Delete, unfollow people that make you feel bad about yourself or that you can pay yourself to or that friend that's constantly, you know, posting selfies when they're out with people that you know and you weren't invited. All of that stuff. Unfollow. You don't have to have that awkward delete. If you can't delete them, there's likelihood you're going to bump into them. Just unfollow. Uh, follow accounts and pages that make you feel good. Wherever, whatever you need to do to make your social media more positive, do it. If on Instagram you follow people that you know actually make you feel bad, don't do it to yourself. I know it's like a drug, but don't do it to yourself. It's not worth it. You can turn your social media into, you know, inspirational quotes, people who inspire you. Things where you feel like if you're actually having a little scroll, that you're doing something worthwhile rather than wasting time and making yourself feel bad. It's just not worth it. Next one, stop caring what other people think. Really stop. Stop it. Ask yourself if that person's opinion really, really matters. You'll have a select handful of people whose opinion genuinely matters to you. Listen to them. Don't listen to the other people. If there's things that you want to achieve and you have friends or family or anyone who are bringing you down about it, don't talk to them. There are so many people I don't talk to about, you know, my coaching work. So many people don't know about it, but that's fine because it's not their thing. It's my thing. But then I have other friends who I talk to about it all the time and they're really interested. So what do you think happens there? One builds me up, one brings me right back down. So why would I do the one that brings me down? Next one is think about the areas of your life where you are confident. I worked through this with one of my clients actually who's in the group. So she was saying to me how very unconfident she was. And what we went through is, okay, is there anywhere in your life where you do feel like you're confident? And there were actually lots. So it's a bit, ask yourself these questions, coach yourself all the time. It's building that awareness of who you are and the way you're thinking. And, and you will really start to, to see a huge increase in your self-confidence. I promise you, if you do this work and you stick with it and you trust it, you will see differences. Um, next one is look at criticism and failure as an opportunity to learn rather than something negative. There's a lovely little reframe there. You will grow from it. From all the negative things that happen to us in our lives, you will grow from it in some way or another. So think about that. Look at criticism and failure as an opportunity to learn something rather than it being something awful and, you know, go back straight back down into the doldrums. You will grow from it. And ask yourself, the next time you find yourself thinking this way, thinking badly about yourself, ask yourself, if your best friend were you, what would you say to them? Yeah. So if your best friend was saying these things out loud to you that you say to yourself, what would you say to her? I'm pretty sure you wouldn't let, let her get away with it for long. I'm pretty sure you would probably say, don't be so ridiculous. You're amazing. You're wonderful. Let's work through this. 
So they are 23 of my favorite, favorite ways. Like I said, none of this is easy. It's work, but these things do work. Tried and tested. And I will see you next week. Bye for now.